0: Hugh Freeze liked the game plan on Saturday.
1: Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
0: every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. We celebrate every week with Auburn Message Board Legend, Charlie Five. Hugh Free spoke to the media yesterday. Didn't really pull any punches in several regards. And we'll discuss, you know, what he said about the quarterbacks and Peyton Thorne and Holden Garner. Oh my goodness. And then also the coaching staff. But first thing, he liked the game plan. He said, hey, look at the tape. Guys, were open, which is what we've said um, throughout this week and what Daryl said a lot of uh, Sunday morning when we dropped our postgame show.
1: Yeah, um, I got to be honest. I've never been more like interested in hearing a uh, press conference after a game than I was this one. Number one, because yeah. Hugh just will tell you the truth. He'll just flat out, there's not going to be much coach speak. It's gonna. It could hurt your feelings. It could not. Um, but I was. I was happy to to hear him. Uh, you know, get, not shy away from anything of head on. And yes, he said I love the game plan. He said the second half could have been better, but uh, guys, uh, guys were open. And you know what? I, knee jerk. When I first watched the game, it felt like you know there was there was issues. Uh, maybe we didn't think out a whole lot of things. Things seem disjointed. And maybe that's because we're going three and out every time. But like, if you just look yeah, at not score, for, an
0: offensive touchdown, like, of yeah. course, you got to think something's wrong with the game plan. If you don't get into yeah. the red zone at all, Charlie five,
1: I had a discussion with someone and I was like, man, why does it seem like we don't have a script? And then he, he responded back. He said, did you watch the go back and watch the first three plays and what they actually are? You know, the first play was a read option that got blown up. The second play is the easiest play for the quarterback to execute. It's a quarterback draw. And if it and if he doesn't tiptoe through the line, he's running for seven yards minimum before before he touches. He could have ran for seven yards and slid and, and nobody would have touched him. But he 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 sort of was very timid. On making that decision on when to run and which hole to run through. Okay, you know what? Let's give him that one. I tell you what. Let's call a quick pass. Let's get a quick pass. Let's get some confidence going. The third play, possibly one of the easier throws that you can make, is a little shallow drag. It's it's a, it's a five yard pass in the air directly in front of you. Yeah. And he throws it way behind Jay Fair. There was two reads on that play, and both reads were wide open. It was. A it's drag- like.
0: To me, it kind of looked like he changed his mind halfway through. I think Jay Fair was a more shallow option. It's like he was about to throw it and then he was about to change it to Rivaldo. I think was like five yards deeper. And he's like, I think he was like trying to change it and hesitated and then oh. just like slid out of his hand too late. That's what it looked oh. like to me, but I don't know.
1: I have that feeling. It's my golf I do that in golf all the time where I got a shot in my head that I'm gonna play and then my backswing, I change my mind. And you know, that usually results in disaster. Not good. Right. That's exactly what happened. that seems like exactly what happened. Hooks was open and he's like, oh, man, let me throw it to Hooks. But wait, I got this really easy little dump, like this really easy little drag to Jay Fair, easy completion. Regardless, regardless, those two plays right there cannot be any easier to execute. Like I don't know what another play that you can call. Uh, to to really get get the game going like easy, there's not many decisions to make. There's not a lot of progressions to go through, and uh, you you dial up a an awesome seam route to, to from. He overthrows him. He's late on that on that read. You dial up and out and up to Jay Fair. He's he, he misses it by you know by a ton. So like, I know I, I don't want to get into the whole. It's on execution because, like, you have to help your players get – you have to, like, make sure you can get there. But, sure. but at the same time, man, like, when you're when you're dialing up that way and you're averaging, they, they clearly figured out what to do in the run game. Like, the running joke of the Charlie 5 internet is just going to keep going. But we were talking about inter, uh, running backs. We, we figured out the running game. You're gashing people on the ground and then – for whatever reason, when you go to call a pass play or something, it's like, I can't, like, I can't make the decision. I can't pull the trigger. I kind of panic. And, and when you, when you, when you do that and you go through practice and you're flawless, you're you're the game plan all, you know, uh, unbelievably in practice. And then you go into the game and you can't pull the trigger. Like, what do you do? What do you do? It's uh. It was it was it was very very disheartening. And the first drive, the first three and out, he was seeing ghosts, and and there was issues.
0: Yeah, and I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation because he is seeing ghosts and he's not confident. But like you need him. Like if you want to have this great season that's still in front of you, the opportunity's still there. You need Peyton, and so if you pull him, does it help at all? And I think the answer to that is no, it doesn't help. But, yeah, he was asked that question, Charlie Five. Hugh Freeze was, is, is Peyton Thorne good in practice? And he said he had a great week of practice. Last sharp was, was what his, he said. Sharp,
1: even better. He said sharp. He was sharp in practice. And, and yeah, it's like, you know, what? what I, I mean, when – that's what you. That's what you're seeing though now twice on the road. So you know I got you go back and look at how Peyton played uh, at Michigan. He was Michigan State. He was great at home. He was like ten and three I think at home. And the only losses I think he had at home were to like Ohio State and like he lost an overtime game to like a Minnesota or something like that. Uh, and then he had some really bad road games. He had some really bad road games. And when he played. Uh, some ranked teams on the road, he struggled mightily. So you know we've been to Cal now on the road, struggle. Even though you have the final drive to win the game, and now you're on the road against a a very talented roster with a very talented front four, and you're 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 done at, on the opening drive. Like what? What do you? What do you? How do you build off this moving forward? And and I feel like the the guy the guy that's in practice that does all the right things that makes all the right throws the guy at Sanford like you can you can say what you want to about Sanford but the passes the accuracy is 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 that is, that's not something where it's like I, I still got to throw the thirty five yard drop in the bucket on the slot mm-hmm. fade to a. To a five nine receiver, like I'm still doing those, th- I'm able to do those things. Like I'm able to rip that, yeah, that fifteen yard out route. I'm able to throw that fade to the back corner of the end zone. Why can't I do it when, uh, you know, the stakes seem to go a little bit, a little bit higher? And like, and then how do you figure out to be able? How, how do you figure out how to get him there if it's even possible? Um, it's just uh, it's got to be like. So frustrated, and Hugh has said that he said this in the in the in the fall camp, and he phrased it different. He said he presses. I got to make we got to keep him from pressing, and I think that was code for he panics. He pan like when when things don't kind of go right, he sort of he sort of panics, and I don't know if you want to call what happened Saturday pressing, but uh, it's uh, it it sort of we've had context clues that this could be. Yeah, you know, that's fair.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what we did Saturday was like the opposite of pressing. I actually wish he would have pressed a little bit more. I, I think Auburn would have had less than, you know, allowed less than seven sacks. And maybe, you know, maybe there's a ball in the air that a Shane Hooks or a Valdo Fairweather or somebody's able to come down with if you're able to do that. Because, I mean, Peyton didn't really give anybody a shot deep. No. I mean, the, the, the throw to Fromm was ridiculous and uncatchable. And I mean, he kind of laid him out. Right. I mean, that's just, that's an unfortunate thing for your quarterback to do to any kind of receiver. The Jay fair thing. Wasn't even close. Like you, you didn't give anybody a chance. Robbie gave hooks a chance. Like, and yeah. Hooks probably should have caught it. So right. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get like, what, I, what, what are we, what are we waiting for here? Like, can, is this something that could just fix itself? Is this the more reps in an offense he gets, he's going to calm down? Or when people, when fans are yelling at him and the stakes are high, he's just going to fold. Like, it's tough. It's a tough situation, and I don't know how you're supposed to coach it.
1: What happened Saturday is, is so much more concerning than throwing interceptions to me. So much more concerning than, than not being able to uh, run the ball. I'll say that. I'll say it's that's more concerning to me than than struggling to run the ball against Cal when when it's seemingly that. And Jake Crane said this, and, and this may be this may be extreme, but fear. You know, it almost seems like he's a he was afraid. Uh, Something's and, causing
0: it. Yeah, there's not a whole it, lot of emotions that would cause that. Fear yeah, is one of
1: them. And, and and that's what's that's what's the most concerning because it's like. So do I go, you know, when when Robbie went in, like you you ran eight plays in a row without a first down, you know, before you, you know, put Thorne back in for, you know, that that RPO deal that could have been even a, a bigger disaster, which wasn't really on Thorne. Uh, but like, you know, did it, it, it didn't get better and you could say, Hey, did you know it's because Robbie didn't get reps? And you know, maybe there's some truth to that. Maybe knows? maybe yeah. you eventually have to make a move, but uh, you know, it, it, based off Hugh, we we're ro- we're should be rolling with Thorne uh, again. And, and I'm just hoping that maybe it's home, t- home team, home crowd makes him, you know, be able to calm down uh, bef- beforehand and, and he's able to execute.
0: Yeah, a good game on Saturday would go a long way. I don't think there's any question about it. Let's continue talking about the game plan, specifically RPOs versus, oh, wait, no RPOs hmm. on Saturday why we discuss in just a moment right here on locked on Auburn today's show brought to you by our friends at active wealth management. We love of all of the managements, active wealth management is my absolute favorite. Thanks to our friend Ford Stokes. He's an Auburn guy loves the tigers and he wants you to be wealthy and to take uh, care of your money. And he wants to give you this free book. It's called annuity Three Hundred and Sixty. And all you have to do is go to annuity 360net to get the free book. A lot of information that he wants to give to you. So you know what you're getting into, why it works, how it works. He'll answer a million questions. I've once, he once told me that a client asked him exactly 1 million questions and he didn't care. A long he didn't time. care at all it's a, it's a long. long time, but that's the kind of attention he will give to you. You can mm-hmm. head to activewealth.com at the top, right. You can click the button that says to book a consultation and y'all will sit down and he'll go over everything with you. Um, very good at what he does. So uh, activewealth.com or annuity360.net for that free book.
1: Let me tell you who's not afraid to pull the trigger. And that's Ford Stokes.
0: That's right. You want him in the pocket for you. You There's want no question him. about
1: it. Put some pressure on him. He can make it happen. Mm. Let's go.
0: Yep, that's right. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Game Time is the best place to buy tickets. Charlie Five, can you imagine buying tickets anywhere else? Be dumb. No, you nope. can't. You want to go to the Auburn-Georgia game? game time you want to go see um your favorite musician at a concert game time really okay anything anything, anything. you want to go to the theater game time they've game got time. you covered and uh right now you can uh use promo code locked on college when you make that account and you get 20 dollars off how about that Everybody's talking about how expensive Auburn-Georgia tickets are. Not with Game Time. It's $20 less if you use our promo code. At least
1: $20 less.
0: At least. At least. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed. All right, Charlie 5. He was talking about the RPO. Uh, Brian Matthews, I think, specifically asked him, like, okay, PFF said that Thorne was 3 of 4 on play-action plays. And that kind of blew
1: Hugh Freeze's freeze mind. Was like,
0: hold <laughs> on, <laughs> what does Wait that mean? <laughs> what is PFF like? Because I'm sure they don't look at PFF, right? But yeah. the, the, you know, he <laughs> was just kind of like spooked for a second. He's like, I'm trying to think what those four plays were. Because yeah. then he's like, because we didn't call any RPOs, so I don't know if they're counting that or not. But uh, I thought that was interesting because then he goes into this like big monologue about how. He brought the RPO into the SEC, and that was a big part of why they were so successful at Ole Miss. And it's like, yeah, whatever you're doing at Ole Miss offensively, you need to do here. And so it's interesting. You know, this it still doesn't seem like, and I don't think he's hiding this, but it doesn't seem like he and Philip Montgomery are on the same page yet. Like, that just, just seems like there's still a ways to go there. Right, right. The, the thing is, like, I... <sighs> I don't know if it's that so much as
1: if when you have a quarterback who's seeing stars, do you want to give him an RPO where he's got to make multiple decisions in one play, and, and he can't hardly make one. But the read decision between. is
0: made for you because, like, you just like okay, well, what that guy's doing. If he does this, uh, I hand it off. If he doesn't, you, it, have, you I still can't. have to
1: do that all in the blink of an eye. You still have to do that all really quick. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'm just kind of wondering if if, if the, the game, the the flow of it dictated that, uh, okay, I see he's having trouble right now. I don't know if I can put a, where he's having to read defenders all. And in in I think we got a call just like.
0: Yeah, you but you're a quarterback. You're going to have to read defenses
1: anyway. I get it. I get it. And, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But like, I, I just wonder if that's like one of the last things you need to go to is is something like that when, when your quarterback's struggling. Um, I don't know. I got you, um, but but again, I, I'm with I'm with you though. I, I do like you 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 you're excited about Hugh Freeze because Hugh Freeze's offense has like always been spectacular, and then Hugh Freeze right. has sort of turned the, the reins over uh, to uh, turn the reins over to uh, you know Monty so he can recruit and he can be the overall game manager, and you can tell it's killing him. You can tell it's killing him because it's like, man, this is on me. Like, people see this and they think this is Hugh Freeze's offense, and and maybe some of it is, maybe a lot of it isn't. But uh, the dynamic – and here's another thing. You can't just turn it off now. You can't just say, okay, I'm calling plays now because none of these plays are mine. Like, the terminology is not mine. He he basically said it. He's like, I'm kind of stuck. You know, I'm kind of stuck here. This kind of just is going to be is it is it is what it is because I can't just like jump in and start calling other people's place. Then you're gonna you could possibly be in a really big disaster. Uh, so yeah, um, can, I I can I vent about something?
0: Do vent you mind on this topic? Can I vent about something? Vent. This. Are you getting blasted with sun right now? Yeah, let me scoot out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Scoot away for while I'm talking about this. So a lot of people have texted me. A lot of people have tweeted at me. A lot of people have commented on the YouTube comments down below, which I love. Thank you so much. About we brought Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze was brought in to call plays. That's what he's so good at. And he said that in his opening presser. Uh, he needs to be calling plays because that's what he was brought into. So we could have an offense. And my response to that is no, no, he was not. Hugh Freeze was brought in to fix Auburn football. And that's not gonna that's gonna take several seasons to do. This was not an easy fix. And just talking to folks close to them, the the first season where Auburn was is aiming to be like ultra competitive is when the college football playoff expands to 12 teams. Sure. Because he knows that Auburn's got a chance. I would argue
1: you know, that, go ahead, I'm sorry.
0: But just as far as what he's done, and he, he talked about it in his presser yesterday, was this isn't the first time I've been, you know, acquired a situation that needed to rebuild. And it took him some time. And he probably got there a little bit quicker than he thought he would at Ole Miss. He's talked about that before. Liberty, he had Malik Willis, now was a great marriage between the two of them. And it, it just, when people say he was brought in here to call plays, he needs to call plays because he's the head coach. No, he needs to rebuild Auburn football, and he has made it very clear that the first priority in rebuilding Auburn football is to get talent on the roster. And as far as rebuilding Auburn football, I don't think it matters as much this season as far as what the offensive plays are. I guarantee you, Charlie Five, I guarantee you if he thought he had the roster to compete to win the SEC, he would be calling plays.
1: I, I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent. Like I would argue, no, he was not called hired to call plays. He was hired to bring in here and rebuild and, and recruit and, and bring talent in. That's what he was bought. Uh, that's what he was brought in for. Yeah. So um, I I don't, I, I'm with you. I think you got to get the, the, the program to a point where uh, you can, he can possibly, maybe he will possibly step in and call plays, but like, I don't. I don't buy that. I, I would like for him to eventually, because I think that's what's always made him so great. But Tell yeah, that we're in. We're in a. We're in dire straits as far as being able to bring in talent quickly and turn this thing around. And it takes a lot of attention. And you, I think it's a lot more critical to build now than it is to be able to win right away. And here's another thing. Like, nah, this is. This is this is like kind of conspiracy theorists, but like, okay,
0: let's do go. Do you want
1: do you want like do you want to come into a bad roster and it be the offense tied to your name right off the bat, or do you want to have you know you, you rebuild and maybe you you step in and save it uh, d- down the road? Maybe there was some maybe there was some strategy there uh, as well, like hey, separate yourself from it. It's gonna be bad. Go build, build, build as, as hard as you can, and then you know if, if if you have to step in and save it later. I don't know. Just just thinking off the top of my head. I get there, it. I get could it. That could that have played uh, played a little bit of uh, mm. uh, into Who knows? why it is the way it is.
0: Who knows? If that's the case, Philip Montgomery's watching this. Like what? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> All right, Demari Austin is out. He will miss some time. How does that impact the offense and the running back room? We discuss in just a moment. Right here. Unlocked on Lockdown, Auburn. Charlie Five, have you ever just been chilling? And you're like, Always. I'm starving. Yep. I don't want to leave my house. Every day. Yep. Today's show brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. I want to say my family keeps DoorDash in business. We oh. eat DoorDash all the time. All the time. That Life second there. child, adding that second child to the Blackerby roster has made it where like loading the car isn't worth it. It's just not worth it. You have multiple children as well. I would rather go like do almost anything on this planet than load the car more than I need to. It's just wild. It's just wild. DoorDash, you don't have to. You don't have to. They've got a bunch of restaurants. They also could do grocery now, which admittedly I haven't done yet. But reading these copy points, uh, I think I might. I think I might do that. Get 50% off your DoorDash order, your first DoorDash order. Up to $20 value when you use code locked on College at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and use code locked on College. Don't forget, that's code locked on College for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. Charlie Five, final few minutes here. Damari Austin is out the The running back who has really ascended, had an incredible offseason. Y- you hate it. Not only mm. is he a good running back, but he's a leader in this room as well. So that's a bummer. As far as it impacts things on the field, he's getting around eight-ish touches a game. You got to think Jarquez gets two or three more. You got to think Brian right. Batty gets two or three more. That's what we saw after he went down on Saturday. And then Jeremiah Cobb, you got to think, maybe he gets another touch or two a game. Does that seem crazy to you?
1: No, I think I think that's fair. And uh, you know, I ha- Damari, I think honestly was becoming our best all around back uh, on the team. Like when he went down, he was ripping off. Uh, you know, he was ripping off a run. I, he had two two carries for twelve yards. So, um, and then I think he got hurt on like a swing pass or something. Am I right? Is that the one where he? Yeah, he
0: got hurt on the the Texas A and M defensive touchdown that they later yeah. called a forward pass, which is wow. Yeah, It's the right call, but oh it's my close. goodness gracious! <laughs> yeah, other fan bases in the SEC get so mad when we get a call reversed in favor of us, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Yeah. All the Arkansas people were like, "Of course, Auburn's going to get this overturned." I'm like, "Eat it, eat it, Arkansas!" Well, thing was the
1: backwards. The backwards slap on oh, oh, that th- the 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 RPO thing that I, I, I that should have been uh-huh. Texas A&M on that should have scored. I'm with that.
0: you. But one
1: one thing that's positive and it, that you can kind of take out of it is the sort of Brian uh, Batty getting a little bit more uh, playing time, and I think He'll he showed some stuff in the passing game. Uh, that that's going to be uh, beneficial moving forward. That you're going to have to go to. You're going to have to lean on your backs because they're um, the most reliable, I guess, right now. So I uh, hate to see Damari go uh, go out like he did. If it's a shoulder dislocated shoulder, there could be some. There's probably going to have to be some surgery that has to be done. Like he could be done. You know, you know, that's the kind of thing could put you out for a year. Running backs kind of got to have their shoulders. You know, you kind of got to be. Uh, healthy there because they're going to take a lot of punishment, and uh, he was having such a good start to this year despite everything else that was going on. He has been a really big bright spot. But I wish uh, I could give him my shoulder. I'd I would give, give him. him, him. Let him choose. 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 Yeah, whichever him, him whichever
0: shoulder you want, Damari, you can have it. I wish. Can I get him. on the shoulder
1: transplant list for Damari? For if Damari specifically? Yes. You can have, yes. yeah. he can he can he have my it. ball joint, <laughs> or
0: whatever that is. That my label like. Man, my shoulder is super weak now. Yeah. Don't care. It's not as strong as uh, yours, Damari, but like you can have it if you need it. Yeah. You yep. can have it if you need yep. it. Charlie Five, how can people check out everything you've got going on?
1: Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five and the locked on Auburn Discord every single day or uh dot the corner message board. Catch me anywhere.
0: Yep. He's uh, he's Charlie Five. He's everywhere. You can read all my written work at Auburn Daily dot com. You can check out uh my other podcast, Village Vice. Brad Law helps host that. And we will see you tomorrow. This is Ben Locked on Auburn.